Welcome back to another episode of the More Than Just a Type podcast. Thank you so much for being here today and taking this time out of your day to hang out with me. It really does mean so much that you're here right now. I know I say that all the time, but I appreciate you so much. I know this year has been a crazy one, to say the least, and now that we're in December, I just wanted to remind you in case maybe you didn't listen or maybe you heard it, and then now that we're in December, you're like, I kind of want to listen to it again, but my mom and I did an episode together. It's episode 120, so... For those of you guys who don't know my mom or who she, like, why would you know her? <laughs> but she was on the podcast a couple times. So back October 30th, um, that's when we did episode 120. It was the intuitive forecast for November 2020 to January 2021, where my mom, so my mom is a tarot counselor. She is an intuitive. She she's so many amazing things, but she is the person, she's the gal that I go to anytime I want to know my future, anytime that there's stuff coming up for me and I just want some clarity. So she's really 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 talented. I know there's another word I'm looking for. She's just very gifted and we did an episode together so she shared what came up for December this month that we're in right now and then January. So she also shared like the energies that were coming up and then how we can work through them, like what we can focus on. So if you are interested or if you're feeling a little struggle right now, wherever you are currently, this episode might be able to just give you a little bit of clarity and make you feel a little bit more at peace with where we are with the energies coming up this month because I know that they there are going to be a lot of heavy energies coming up. So check out episode 120. It's with my mom Coco and that was that was the one from October 30th. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, then you know that I tend to share a lot of my own personal trials and errors, and I have had quite a few, but it just got me thinking of like, I I don't know about you, but for me personally, it's like I so often have the tendency to try to be perfect or like one of my biggest things is just getting down on myself for not being farther along than I think I should be. And I think part of the reason, I mean, social media is so amazing for so many different reasons, but it's so easy to just see other people's highlight reels. And I know that you already know this, but, and it's great to see where people are because it kind of gives you that sense of like, oh, like this is possible. But what isn't always translated in these highlight reels that we see is all of the trial and errors that it took to get to where that person is today. And everyone has ups and downs. Everybody has the highs and the lows and has these mountains that they need to climb in order to get to that top where they are. It's just, it's how it is. You can't physically climb a mountain and get to the top of the mountain without the struggle of the climb along the way, right? (laughs) Unless you're taking a helicopter or something crazy, which Maybe some people's journey is super smooth sailing, but I guarantee you that even if 
that one particular journey with smooth sailing, there's going to be other obstacles because that's life. Life is duality. There's good and there's bad and it's dark. There's dark and there's light. Like there's, it's just duality. That's what life is. And so when the going gets tough, it can be so easy to fall back into that narrative of, am I good enough? Am I made for this? Do I have what it takes? Is this really for me? And so that's what we're going to kind of talk about today. And I am so excited because I have this book coming out and I feel like I keep teasing you guys about it, but 2021, it will be out. And I love sharing little pieces of this book with you guys. And I hope that it inspires you and makes you feel a little bit lighter wherever you are right now. If you enjoy this episode today, please do take a second to rate and review this podcast. You can rate the podcast by scrolling down on whichever device you are listening to this podcast on and just tap the stars to rate the podcast. And if you feel called to do so, just click to leave a quick review. Let me know what you enjoyed most about this episode today or what you enjoy most about listening to this podcast. When you take the time to rate and review the podcast, it does help to expand the reach of this podcast and it makes it possible for other people to find this show and benefit from listening to this content as well. Thank you so much for your support of this show and obviously if you've already taken a second to do that, thank you. I really appreciate your support. And if you have not yet subscribed to this podcast, please take a second to subscribe because that way you won't miss out on upcoming shows and bonus content. Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. After years of battling with body image issues and finally thinking that I found the very thing that was going to make me look good forever, a juice cleanse, do you know how long you can do a juice cleanse for? Not eight months, I'll tell you that much. After a couple months of juicing, not only did my hair start to break off because my hormones were so jacked from not getting proper nutrients, but my metabolism got completely messed up. Weirdly enough, somewhere between me losing weight and gaining it all back plus 20 pounds, I felt really good about how my body looked because I was finally skinny. When people talk about self-love and having body confidence, no matter what size you are, I can't really relate. But that doesn't mean that I don't appreciate it, because I believe that everyone's outlook on life is important, as long as it's making a positive impact for others. I also don't think there's a right or wrong way of doing anything or looking at anything. Your opinion is going to be different than mine, but that doesn't mean that your opinion is wrong, and it doesn't mean that mine is wrong either. 
However, I can't relate because my entire life, for as long back as I can remember, the only time I felt truly confident about myself was when I'd wake up in the morning and look at myself in the mirror and be like, dang, I look good. I don't know about you, but when I feel good about how I look, it changes how I show up in the world. It's weird. It's like when you put on a little bit of makeup before you go to the gym and your boyfriend says, why do you need that? You're literally going to work out and then taking a shower after. Yeah, I get it. He has a point. But what he doesn't understand is that you're not putting on makeup for anyone else but yourself because it makes you feel good. And when you feel good, you show up in a whole different way. People actually want to be around you. It reminds me of this time when I was out for lunch with my then boyfriend and our waitress was so hot. Not only did she have beautiful long hair and clear skin, but her body was so fit. She had the kind of body that I wanted to have. So while I'm sitting there stuffing my face, I started to feel really inadequate and really insecure. I felt so uncomfortable with my body that in that moment, all of my insecurities just magically decided to appear all at once. I didn't feel pretty, sexy, or beautiful. Why isn't my skin clear? How does my boyfriend even love me? Maybe he wishes that I looked like her. Those were all things that I was thinking in my head, because the truth was, I kind of wished that I looked like her. Of course, this was the perfect time to start a fight. I didn't mean to. I just let my emotions run loose, because I seriously hated how I looked. I mean, come on, at least let me have just one of those things, and then maybe I can let the rest slide. Like, maybe I could have clear skin, or maybe I could be fit, but I felt like my skin and my body just didn't match up. I know, it's so embarrassing thinking back on it now, and truthfully, it's embarrassing even admitting it in this moment. And of course, you never backtrack afterwards and say, I'm really sorry I started that fight. I just felt so insecure because I don't feel totally confident in my skin right now. And she was so pretty, it made me feel even more insecure. And in that moment, the story that I told myself was that you thought that she was more beautiful than me. Of course we don't do that. Why not? because it's even more painful to face how we really feel about ourselves, and instead it's easier to put our insecurities and feelings on someone else and make them out to be the bad person and put them in the wrong. I can't believe you were checking her out at the table right in front of me, I said to him. How much more would we all get along if we could all just take full responsibility for our own feelings, and share them openly with one another without taking them personal. The problem is that it's so much easier said than done. At least you can start becoming more aware of these times in your life so that eventually it will become a lot easier for you and hopefully prevent unnecessary fights and possible breakups.
after gaining 20 pounds for my juice cleanse gone wrong experience. At the time, I thought it was the worst thing that had ever happened to me. But looking back now in retrospect, it needed to happen in order for me to truly understand what it means to be confident and live your best life. Coming from someone who struggled to lose weight all throughout middle school and high school and until I was 24 years old, the moment I finally lost the weight, I thought it was the definition of being confident. Yeah, I showed up differently. I felt good in my clothes and I felt good naked. But let's be honest, is it really living your best life if you look great but you're not participating in social settings, you're not eating delicious food, and if you do eat the food, you just end up feeling guilty afterwards? I went from one end of the spectrum, enjoying my life and being fat and hating my body, to restricting myself and not enjoying life, but loving my body. I didn't know that I could have both but you can. Body confidence is such an individual thing, isn't it? Just like your diet, exercise, or anything else in your life for that matter. One missing piece of the puzzle that I didn't realize until a few years later is that eating healthy isn't going to make you lose weight. Knowing how much food your body needs individually is going to make you lose weight. You see, I never thought of it as an individual thing, and I'd flip through fitness magazines or social media and look at fitness models and think, I want to look like that. What is she eating? But I didn't realize that because she's 5'7 and I'm 5'4 and she has a completely different lifestyle than me, her diet isn't necessarily going to work for me or make me look the same as her. We're asking all of the wrong questions in hopes to find the answers to what we think will help us and then we wonder why it doesn't. I believe that this statement is true in more than one area of your life, not just body image. Real quick, I'm interrupting this episode because I don't want you to miss your chance to enter to win my Fat Loss for Type 1s program. It's the complete roadmap to fat loss for people living with type 1 diabetes, and we get to work together for six full weeks, helping you achieve your weight loss goal. I'm so excited. So if you want to lose weight, this is your chance to win the entire program. To enter for your chance to win, just go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash win. I will also link to this in the show notes. In the midst of my exasperated mission to lose the weight that I'd suddenly gained, I took advice from one of the models on this music video shoot I was doing in Malibu. It was a hot summer afternoon and we were shooting in the hills and I was the only girl wearing a tank top while everyone else wore a bikini because I felt so self-conscious of how my body looked. 
That day, one of the models shared how she doesn't eat any gluten, salt, or fatty foods, and I thought that was for sure the answer to my problems. Fast forward six months of not eating any salt, fat, or bread, I called my dad to console me. I can't stop eating bananas dipped in coconut oil with salt on top. I whined, meanwhile taking a bite out of my newfound habit. You guys, I was literally obsessed with bananas smothered in coconut oil, and then I would take a salt shaker and shake salt and eat them. Sounds disgusting, (laughs) right? Of course, my dad gave me great advice, and this was the day that I realized your body needs salt and fat. Yes, your body actually needs a minimum amount of fat every single day to keep your hormones balanced. This is for everybody. This amount is set at 0.25 grams per pound of body weight. Did you know that? Obviously, I didn't. This was also the day that I realized cutting things out of your diet cold turkey isn't sustainable, nor is it going to help you achieve your goals. As an ambitious go-getter type of gal, the problem was I had a hard time finding balance. I always had this all-in or all-out kind of mindset. Again, not sustainable. I know this from experience. What it really comes down to at the end of the day is that the only diet that works is no diet at all. Because the only thing that works is something that you can see yourself doing in the long term. And something that you can stay consistent with because it's your consistency over a prolonged period of time that matters most. Kind of like building a business or working towards a dream that you have. The best things in life take time. That is, if you want them to last. And that thing, that thing that you want, there's a reason why you want it. Not just because it'll help you or make you feel better. There's a deeper meaning. It's no coincidence that you're being called towards something. And you are good enough. So you deserve to try because the world needs you. The best version of you. And you are good enough to have it because you're human and it's your human right to be able to have anything that you desire in this lifetime. You deserve to have it even when you feel like you don't. That place you're in right now where you feel like you're just not there yet. When you're wishing that you are farther ahead than you are, and you're wondering why you're not farther along, should you keep pushing forward, or should you turn left, or should you turn right? Which road should you take? Will you ever arrive? That dark place of confusion, that feeling of not enoughness. 
dreams you're trying so hard to hang on to, not ready to let go, but not getting anywhere either. It's these trying times that are so needed. They are needed because they are what will help you really appreciate the beauty when you do arrive. And you will get there. And by arrive, I mean what you'll really find, I think, is that it's more like a long road with many exciting stops along the way. And that goal that you have or that feeling that you just want to feel so badly, that's the next stop on your journey. And it's waiting for you. It's waiting for you to step up and remember that you are good enough to receive it. Thank you for tuning in today. I love you so much and I will talk to you very soon. Bye for now.